We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, there's been a lot of smoke right now regarding wide receiver from Washington, Terry McLaurin. A lot of smoke around the Indianapolis Colts. Colts right now, the team that is the highest favored right now, the best odds to land Terry McLaurin. And so we thought that we would address this conversation that's kind of been going around Colts Nation right now. Uh, as always, guys, Cody and Derek here. With you guys, let's dive right into it, guys. Let's kind of give our thoughts. Number one, um, let's talk about the player before we talk about anything else. Let's talk about the player of Terry McLaurin. Now, Derek, obviously you know Terry McLaurin very well from his days at Ohio State. Uh, tremendous receiver in the league, has been one of the better young receivers in the league. Tell me your thoughts on Terry McLaurin and just, you know, without going into what the Colts have to give up or anything, just tell me strictly if he was added to the Colts, what kind of player would the Colts be getting? Well, I mean, you know how the Colts fan base really feels about Terry McLaurin. I mean, there was a lot of people that said, you know, that the Colts should have drafted Terry McLaurin over Paris Campbell multiple years ago. And obviously, Terry McLaurin, when, you know, he got to Washington, has just been a staple number one receiver for that franchise for the last three years. And I mean, it hasn't looked back. I mean, you could make the argument that, Terry McLaurin's an easy top 20 receiver right now in the NFL. And I mean, that's not an understatement. I mean, for the quarterback play that he's been surrounded by and the, what the work, the body of work he's been able to put in. I mean, he quite arguably has the best one, some of the best hands in the league. He's got some of the best footwork. He makes some of the best contested catches out there. And he just, he just, destroys teams day in and day out just with the quarterbacks that he's had. So, you know, without going too much into other detail, which we're going to talk about here in a bit, I mean, Terry McLaurin, I mean, if he were brought in like right now, he would be the number one right now for Indianapolis easy. And, and that's no uh, knock on Michael Pittman, but I mean, Michael Pittman is just a year or two behind Terry McLaurin right now. And, McLaurin's just is just a beast. I mean, he's been a really good wide receiver all the way back to his Ohio State days. Uh, just got overshadowed by some of the elite talent that they had on that roster at that time. But 
McLaurin checks out. I mean, he checks everything you want in a receiver, especially the character. I mean, what Terry McLaurin would offer the Colts. I mean, that that would put this offense on a whole nother level. I mean, talk about the weapons that Matt Ryan would have to work with. I mean, Terry McLaurin and Michael Pittman on on either side of each other. You throw in a rookie like Alec Pierce, who you have high hopes for. And then a guy like Paris Campbell, like you mentioned, who Terry McLaurin played with, yeah. uh, you know, reuniting teammates there. I mean, yeah. I mean, this Colts receiver core, I think, honestly, you could argue would be tremendously upgraded with a player oh, yeah. like Terry McLaurin. You know, getting a true, true number one bona fide receiver. We think Pittman's going to get there, right? We certainly do. McLaurin has proved it now for a couple of years that he is a number one wide receiver in this league. And you throw in, you know, probably the best quarterback that he would ever have played with this so far in his career in Matt Ryan. I mean, I think overall this would be great addition to this Colts wide receiver core who does need, you know, I think a proven guy. And we've talked about that before. Maybe the Colts are looking to add a vet, you know, here, uh, here in the next coming weeks, coming months, whatever that is, you know, whether it's before or during or even after training camp, we'll see. But certainly from that standpoint, it would check all those boxes and, you know, local kid uh, from Indiana, you know, mm-hmm. so he's co- he'd be coming home. And is um, a Colts be, fan really too, good. by the way. He was a Colts fan. He was a Colts fan his entire life, too. And that's where that's that I thought it's funny. I've been looking through Twitter all day and been seeing like people digging up his old tweets from like 2014 and 2015 talking about the Colts and everything. And they're like, How is this guy not in a Colts uniform? Like, oh my (laughs) God, (laughs) y'all. Y'all be stretching. Why y'all going all the way back to 2015 on this man's tweets? I mean, they just really, I, I don't blame them, man. You want. Terry McLaurin to Indianapolis. I get that. But yeah, that I mean that's just it's funny to just see people somehow find tweets from that long ago, which I guess goes to Some show people whatever you just put on have the internet. too much time on their hands, man. Yeah, yeah. But also like whatever you put on the internet, no matter if it's five, six years ago, people can still dig it up if they really try hard. Yeah, so absolutely. That. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna also talk about okay, realistically, guys, Terry McLaurin to the Colts. I mean, let's just first off talk about the compensation that it's going to take to get a player of Terry McLaurin's caliber. I think the commanders would, you know, be asking for a first round pick. I really do. Oh yeah. hundred um, percent. And I mean, I don't, I don't blame them Terry McLaurin. Like you mentioned, he's young. He's one of the best wide receivers in football right now. And, you know, and I think this is kind of where Derek, for me, you know, it would, if the Colts are in a different situation with quarterback, I would definitely be more open to this. Right. But next year, there's a lot of those top quarterbacks that are going to be available. You know, if all goes well, the Colts are talented. They stay healthy. They're going to probably make the playoffs, right? They're going to be very close. They're not going to be a top 10 drafting team next year. So they're going to need all the ammo that they can get. They're going to need their first round pick next year. If they're going to trade up and get a quarterback there, you know, maybe we'll have two second round picks. They need all the draft compensation that they can use right now to go get their franchise guy. That's kind of where I stand right now at quarterback. And I think next year will be the time the Colts do make a move at quarterback to try to find their future guy. Mm -hmm. Even though they do have Matt Ryan on a two-year deal, I do think next year is probably the move, honestly. Um, Just, you know, considering all the compensation you'll have. And, you know, getting a player like Terry McLaurin, player obviously we know, tremendous player. But to me, Derek, trading a first-round pick for a wide receiver or trading up to get your franchise quarterback, it, it really doesn't compare at all. Like, you know, you can find and, and and obviously Terry McLaurin, great player. You know, we talked about this, but getting a great elite wide receiver versus getting a franchise quarterback is, you know, you, you take the franchise quarterback, obviously, 10 out of 10 times. I mean, 
just kind of how it is. So for all those reasons, if the Colts had a young quarterback already, you know, I would be more open to this. But right now they don't, you know, and they they need to get a guy here in the next couple of years. And that's going to, I think they need to get, have all that compensation, I guess, available to make it and package a trade to get up there maybe next year or whenever they decide to make a move. That's yeah. kind of my thought. I mean, they're not even, even if they didn't go a quarterback next year, I mean, even if they decided two or three years down the line, you know, you still have to, you still have to find that, that definitive answer. Right. So, I mean, we kind of have to look at the situation that Terry McLaurin is in right now. So obviously Terry McLaurin, the top 25 wide receiver in this league. And we're seeing wide receivers, especially now getting paid giant lump sums of money because obviously we saw what happened with Christian Kirk. He has ruined it for everyone that him and the Jags have ruined the wide receiver market. And now Terry McLaurin, who says, Hey, my body of work has shown that I want to get paid 20 plus million dollars, you know, because it's my time. I'm right in my prime. I'm doing this every year for you guys. I want to get paid like everybody else is. And, you know, he's holding out of OTAs uh, until uh, in mini camp. And who knows how long he's going to hold out until uh, contract extensions uh, get talked about. Now, first off, I mean, the way let me kind of just say this. I'm in an agreement with you that I think that this is very unlikely. And I I mean, we'll give many reasons why. First off, Fox Sports does have the Colts as the number one bet on Terry McLaurin landing there. Because again, Terry's from Indiana, uh, knows the area, loves the Indianapolis Colts. And it would fit right. He'd fit right in if you, if you did get him, but ultimately again, it goes based off of how much money is he going to get? Right. So you have the issue of, you know, I mean, the, the Colts could find a way to afford him. They definitely could, But the problem you have is that it's not right now that's the issue. It is a year down the line, two years down the line, three years down the line. When you're paying this guy, which we assume is probably going to be around the $25 million range, that's what we're probably guessing he's going to get. Because if Christian Kirk is getting $20 million a year, my guess is is that Terry McLaurin is going to get a couple more million than that. So at the end of the day, you know, you have a couple more guys coming up here in the next year or two that need to get paid. And one of them being Michael Pittman. And we know Ballard's opinion on Michael Pittman. And I mean, we think that he's going to be the number one, you know, he's transcending into that role. And we think with Matt Ryan, that could be the case for him going forward. Right? So you're now insinuating if you went and got McLaurin, like you stated on top of the draft capital that you would have to give up, right? I mean, Ballard maybe having to give up a first round pick from this next year or maybe two years down the line. I mean, yeah, I don't think that you're right. If the Colts had their future franchise quarterback in the wakes, then I would definitely see this as an option. But the problem is, is that, yeah, if you decide next year that you need to get your quarterback of the future, you're kind of putting yourself in a bad situation, even with the two second round picks that the Colts have next year, probably that still doesn't guarantee you anything. Uh, it certainly right. doesn't move you up in a position enough to move into the first round anyway. So draft situation is already kind of tricky. If you decide that you wanted to uh, give up that first, 
you have to pay him $25 million. And then on top of it here in a few years, you're going to assume that Michael Pittman's going to probably want close to $20 million. Right. Cause you know, this last season had 88 catches for 1100 yards and six touchdowns. We assume he's probably going to have similar production, if not better production this next year, which means that's going to uh, increase his value even higher. So that's uh, difficult enough. I've seen Colts fans say that, oh, they think M- MPJ would want to trade if we went and got Terry McLaurin. No, I don't think that MPJ is like that, but it would impact his uh, overall uh, tra- uh, cap situation because, you know, if Terry McLaurin's getting $25 million, you can't afford to pay another guy $25 million on that roster. You can't afford to do that. So you're, you're on top of the fact that you don't have much of a problem when it comes to money right now. But in a few years down the line, uh, Quentin's got to get paid. Jonathan Taylor may end up getting paid. MPJ is going to have to get paid. And Baller really likes MPJ. That's his guy, by the way. Um, so, you know, it's kind of in a situation where you just don't think that you're going to be able to land that kind of situation for him because the money just doesn't work. And I mean, MPJ is the number one guy in Indianapolis, whether or not people like it or not. I mean, Ballard has made it, has made it very clear his, uh, his opinion on MPJ. And it just doesn't make sense that we would, uh, go out and get another receiver and lose more draft capital and more of our cap on a weapon that just this year would not help us win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's very not Chris Ballard. Like, I mean, you look at the ways that he has handled the wide receiver position. I mean, he really hasn't like done gone out and paid a guy, you know, like a lot of these teams do. He hasn't paid a guy, you know, 15, 20 million yeah, at least not at know? the wide receiver spot. Not at the wide receiver spot. And I think and Ballard kind of views it a lot who's differently to say than Ballard maybe. is going to actually pay that much. And if there's not another team that's going to pay him more. Yeah. Because I mean, exactly. there's probably a bunch of other teams that are willing to pay a lot more money, aka the second favorite team to land Terry McLaurin if he doesn't sign with Washington is the Packers. Packers have draft capital and they don't have a receiver. They don't have a number one wide receiver outside of Christian Watson, who is a rookie. So with Terry McLaurin, with Aaron Rodgers, that's a recipe for disaster for opposing defenses. So, you know, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, there's other teams right behind the Colts that one could afford him better and have the draft capital to be able to trade for him. It'd be much different if this was a free agent signing. I wouldn't care how much money Ballard spent to get Terry McLaurin if this was free agency, but that's not the situation. And Washington already got fleeced by us with that Carson Wentz trade, I'm guaranteeing you if the Colts came calling, that offer is a little higher for for Indianapolis than what it is for any other team. Right, for sure. So, guys, let us know your thoughts on Terry McLaurin to Indianapolis. Do you think it makes sense? Do you agree with what we were saying about Terry McLaurin? Do you think it doesn't make sense? Let us know in the comments below, but that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Thank you for all your support and everything that you do for us. Guys, we're trying to make the push to 12K. We're getting closer with every single day. So if you're still watching this video and this is your first time on the channel or maybe you've been watching our videos for a while, you haven't hit subscribe or anything, we'd love for you to consider to do that. Drop a like, all that good stuff. Uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, 
you could do our do us a huge favor, leave us a five star review. That would be tremendous. Um, all those fee- all that feedback really means a lot to us. So we would love to hear from you. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.